Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Joining us now is Joe Yusinski. Thanks, Joe. How are you doing? Hi, good. Great to be with you again. Another day. Uh, Never-ending conspiracy. Um, so, um, what's in the world of conspiracy today? So I have a top three for us, um, but before I got to it, I wanted to talk just a little bit about uh, some current political issues. Because I'm a political scientist, I don't always do conspiracy theories. I do a little bit of uh, the regular politics now and again. So I guess the politics. Yeah. <laughs> well, as if such a thing exists. Um, as as we're all aware, there's a terrible, terrible shooting um, recently here in Florida, and um, it's a terrible tragedy. And you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to the to the families and the victims. Um, but these shootings always create a big political aftermath. And I wanted to sort of shed light on one thing that's going on right now. And, and this does get a little bit into the world of conspiracy, and that is that, you know, a lot of people are very angry at the NRA. And the NRA, as you know, you know, tries to support gun rights. They spend money on candidates and, um, you know, they try to influence elections and get, and get candidates and policies that, that protect gun rights. Um, but if you if you listen to what's what they're talking about the NRA right now, it's, it sort of blends into the world of conspiracy, where somehow the NRA has its claws into everybody and can give money um, indiscriminately and influence how you know how every congressperson votes, and somehow they've taken control of the legislative process. But the truth is that just hasn't happened. You know, the NRA can spend money. But that money's a drop in the bucket compared to the money that Congress people get from all sorts of other issues and from people on the opposing side. And and often what you find is that the people, the Congress people who are most in favor of protecting gun rights, get less money than the ones who are more in the middle. And the reason for that is somewhat simple: is that they, you know, there's only so many people you can influence with money because almost everyone already has their mind made up, right? True. So a lot of Congress people vote the way they do just because that's what people want them to do. It's democratic. So it makes it very easy to point your finger at this NRA boogeyman and say, well, they're, 
you know, corrupting the process, when in fact it's, you have a lot of people out there that really take this seriously and are very active and vote based on this issue. So as much as we want to pick out a boogeyman, um, sometimes you have to look at the larger picture and it's, it's, you can't just change one small interest group. You have to change public opinion. Uh, writ large, and that's a much tougher job to do. You know, but it, what you just said makes absolute sense. I'm not buying your vote. I'm giving you money because you already support a value that I find important. Yeah, and that's and, and that's what tends to happen. It's you know, and and for anyone to say, oh, they're getting their votes bought. I mean, occasionally it happens, not in such a simple way. You know, on issues where no one's really looking and no one cares about, um, you know, a small amount of money can sometimes go a long way. But on these big issues, everybody has their mind made up before they get into the, you know, into the legislative body that they're going to vote in. So it's not like the money can have that big of an effect. Well, I'm kind of looking forward to... Uh this midterm election, whenever I get ready to go in and vote, somebody slips me a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> if only that's how it worked. You know how you know how it used to be is that they would give out, you know, in, on voting day, the candidates would have kegs of beer out if you go back, you know, 100 plus years. So you had really good turnout because everyone get to go all day and listen to music and get drunk and then cast a vote. <laughs> After the beer, right? After. Now it's not allowed. <laughs> oh, too bad. And that's why very few people vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nowadays they could probably put the pot out there. That would make the difference. <laughs> Only in Colorado. <laughs> well, yeah. No, Alabama. They all like it down there. No, I can't wait till it's legal. <laughs> So what? So what do we have for uh, conspiracy? On I, I'm sure there's stuff about the shooting. I've already um, saw some of it on Facebook about a second shooter already and uh, and stuff. But I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. So I'm gonna just just because I discussed it, and I don't want this entire segment to be depressing. I, I sort of left those aside, and I'll just simply say that. Um, with every shooting, there are, are conspiracy theories that come out within minutes, because I check um, on YouTube that usually call a false flag on it. Um, it has been interesting watching this one, though, because the conspiracy theories have not been as prominent as they have been in other shootings, like like with um, Sandy. Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas was one. And those seem to be still simmering uh, quite a bit, um, because... Some of the information about the shooting just hasn't hasn't been you know put out very well. Um, and then with Sandy Hook, I mean Anderson Cooper had conspiracy theorists on his primetime coverage immediately following the shooting. But here it seems to be a little bit tamped down, but you know they're still there. But anyway, my top three go a little bit um, a little bit astray from that. So number three, there was a 2014 video that that was made from an from a, a jet airliner, and it, it just recently made rounds and is causing some waves. Um, a passenger filmed this, and it shows eight shiny UFO um, objects down 
beneath the jet as the person was flying from Canada to Taiwan. And it looks like, and, 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 and I think most of this stuff is, is baloney, but this one I actually was like, wow, how can they possibly explain this? Um, the explanation is that it's somehow reflections. Now, now, again, I'm not a big UFO believer, but it does not look like you, um, reflections to me. So if you go online, look up UFO, um, um, and the person going from Canada to Taiwan, you will see this video and see if you agree with me that, that it looks kind of spooky. <laughs> well, anybody going from Canada to Taiwan will look spooky. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think it could be the case that those, those have unlimited drinks on those in, international flights, so that could, could, could have caused part of the problem. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but again, I am watching it on video, and I'm not drinking, and I see it, so... <laughs> well, you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I hate saying this, but you go go online and watch it, and you be the judge. So, we'll, we'll see what people have to say. Okay. Yes, we uh, report, you decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, it look, weirder than that, um, Bruce Lee faked his death so he could become a secret agent. Oh, I hope I hope that's true. And this would be one I would love to be true. And I, and and I didn't see this online, but I was hoping perhaps the son faked his own death too, so he could also become a secret agent. Um, because for these two people to die under the circumstances they did, you know, it's just you know unsavory. So I would prefer to have um, them have faked their death and be fighting for good. Um, but alas, it doesn't look like there's good evidence to show that that's true. Well, That'd be I, the ultimate father-son team right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bruce how, and Brandon Lee, yeah. How, do, how would we know? Well, here's the thing, is that if you're, a, if you're a spy agency, you don't hire incredibly famous, incredibly recognizable people um, to do, you know, undercover work for you because... They're too easily recognizable, right? It just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, but again, given the skill set, maybe you're like, okay, we'll just disguise them, you know. But, but anyway, it does. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to spend money and time disguising them. Yeah. Because if anybody really found Bruce Lee or Brandon Lee, it would be all over the internet nowadays with phones and all that. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, that, I don't, I don't know. But it would be a conspiracy within a conspiracy that the, the Lees faked their death. Well, now here they are again. No, it's not really them. Those are body doubles. <laughs> or or they're, they're, they're clones. They were brought back in, the, in a lab. Uh, well, so many possibilities. I mean, if you were going to clone anyone, I mean, he would be certainly at the top of the list, right? Well, Bruce Lee would. Yeah, Bruce Lee, Jim Morrison, Walt Disney, <laughs> John Lennon. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Lennon. <laughs> just, just imagine. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's just kind of crazy. I guess it depends on who you are, is who you'd want to clone. Uh, but, but they didn't have the technology of cloning back in this in the '60s for for Bruce Lee. 
No, but I guess if you if you can clone people now, you should be able to find people. I mean, if you have the DNA, I would guess, and it should you know you could dig them up and get the DNA. Um, <laughs> yeah, if there's still if there's still some some remains left, I don't know if yeah, they burned them. A lock of hair or a bone or, or something. Or mosquitoes. <laughs> I saw that on TV. <laughs> so therefore, it must be true. <laughs> Okay. Well, there we have it. And uh, oh, well, that was number two. Well, I know. I was more. There we have it. That's I. I don't know if you can get bigger than that, but I guess you can. Well, number one is one we all know about, and it looks like you know some people won't accept this, but it looks like the Trump Russia Gate conspiracy theory is finally winding down. Um, Mueller's indictments came out, and it really has nothing to do with the Trump campaign. Of course, it's still open, and they could, you know, indict, you know, Don Jr. or somebody in the campaign or family. But um, if they were going to do that, it probably would have happened by now. And what the indictments show is that, yeah, the Russians put out a lot of tweets um, for every candidate except Hillary Clinton. So they weren't just pro-Trump. And it looks like they tried to agitate people on both sides, and, and, and they were successful in agitating people. Uh, but I think two things can be true, is that the Russians influenced the election, um, and or, or the Russians tried to influence the election, and it probably didn't have a very big effect. So um, I, I think that, that the, some of the Democrats, particularly the, the, the left-wing commentators, need to come out and just say, Yes, there was an effort to influence the election, and no, Trump was not in on it. So, you know, serious but question. <laughs> serious question, and and I, I submit this to both of you. Somebody sitting behind a computer and tweeting all day, how does that equate to any type of collusion? Well, it's not. And, and, and I guess they, they haven't broken collusion laws. What they did do was, was they broke a bunch of other laws that don't necessarily have to do with the tweeting, but have to do with fake driver's licenses and credit cards and the moving of money and things like that. But all of that was done to sort of set up, you know, the fake tweeters. Yeah, right. Now, what bothers me is like, oh, my God, they influenced the election, which sort of, you know, makes it sound like they're breaking into voting machines, right? They say they, they're they're hacking the election or they're influencing the election. No, they tweeted. Exactly. It, so so don't you know don't say that they influenced the election unless you have proof that they really changed people's minds. And the truth is, they just agitated people who already rethink, already convinced how are they going to vote anyway. So yeah, I it, think it, I think most of the stories that they. Put out. I mean, this is just my opinion. I think most of the stories they put out would, um, you know, there was a lot of fake information, and so they would just say whatever they wanted to, um, to yeah, you're right, agitate, to upset uh, the people against who they were going to vote for. You know, just jumping on the bandwagon. But the interesting thing is, is that people, particularly on social media, people create their own environments, right? So it's not like the Russians were able to get their views out to people who, you know, weren't already susceptible. Is that this news was going to stuff? 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're going to people who are already going to believe that stuff, which means, in essence, they already believed it, even though they didn't have the specific information given to them. So Yeah, it just gives them ammunition, right? It, it's like, oh, look, this is what she did, or this is what, you know, it just uh, give them stuff. I think what it did the most was it opened up a lot of, um, you know, that, I hate to use the term, but fake news throughout the uh, Internet, especially Facebook. And a lot of people rely on Facebook for their um, news, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know. If you're, if you're going to let your mind be changed by something you see on Twitter, or I'm sorry, it was Russian, Twitsky. Then, <laughs> Twitsky. You know, what kind of voter are you anyways? Yeah. You know, and that's kind of a problem. I th- but that brings out that I think it's brought attention to the whole issue of... Uh, uh, people thinking about uh, what they get for news and what they rely on and then maybe checking out their sources a little bit better, you know, rather than just seeing something on 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 one of those social platforms and then going, oh, look, 
you know, and not it thinking. Makes, it makes it sound really weak, right? Like, yeah. you know, they influenced the election because they tweeted and, you know, Americans, you know, saw the tweet and then they didn't know how to vote all of a sudden. <laughs> or, or change who they're going to vote for. It just, you know, doesn't say anything good about voters if you buy into this idea that they changed the outcome of the election. And how many millions of dollars did we spend to learn that Russians use Twitter? Yeah. I well, mean, I, I think it... For but, probably more than they spent on the Twitter. But, uh, but up with that, I think that's sort of the way of American politics, because the Congress always has, you know, how many millions do they spend on, on Hillary's emails and and private server and and all of that stuff and even Benghazi you know it's just endless it seems to be um, self-importance of the Congress they've always got investigations and they're um, looking like they need to be doing it you know um, yeah. nothing's come from any investigation for what they think for the last 10 years that they've been running on either Hillary or now Trump has anything come from any of them not really. You know. Well, well, I'll tell you this. The thing with Benghazi is they found out what they wanted to find out. It's just nobody cared at that point, right? I, I mean, the, the investigation showed that Hillary knew um, that it was an attack, and they went out and lied about it anyway. Well, but you, there's nothing illegal about that. They no, just lied. you kind of expect your government to lie. If yeah. you didn't lie, I'd be surprised. It just is, and and not only that, in her position of Secretary of State. Um, you can't, you know, it's, it's again, it's fighting the whole thing over, but you can't just point it toward um, Secretary of State lying because uh, look how many times our president lies daily. It's just constant. So, yeah, I, I you know, I. But I think the point remains with that one that they knew and then there was a different story and it was put out by Clinton and others in yeah. the administration. Yeah. But there was nothing illegal about it. Exactly. It's just I mean, the bigger one is, like, if you bring up investigations, the IRS one is one that I think was just been stonewalled um, yeah. over and over again, and that, that one is very aggravating. Yeah, and I think that's more, more valid when it comes to having an investigation. Um, but, again, for some reason, it doesn't make the news as much. It's not as – people don't care as much, so um, I don't it's know. It's not as sexy. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> When you well, can't I think it's sexy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. But the problem is you can't pinpoint one person. Like if you can pinpoint uh, Trump or Trump Jr. or if you can pinpoint yeah. Hillary or something, then you've got this focal point. You can say, look at this person did this, and then you can work on investigating. IRS is just too generic. There's yeah, no I mean, everyone hates the IRS, but it's it's like you, no one really wants to string up some second tier bureaucrat from you know Cleveland. Some 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 guy with big <laughs> thick glasses that <laughs> and drooling in a tie, and just, it's like oh. hey. stapler. Well, <laughs> yeah, I started to say. Hey, 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 excuse me, sir. I believe you have my stapler. Yeah, and, and, you it's know, the it, red it just, swing line. But yeah, you don't have an enemy that you can put up. You can you don't have that person that you can kind of go wow. You know, or and the people that dislike that person, you, you don't get this big jumping on the bandwagon thing. So it doesn't go anywhere. And it, we we see that with the Russian thing too, because the indictments come out for these nameless, faceless Russians. Exactly. And instead of saying, "Oh yeah, these Russians did it," I mean, the Washington Post was running with, "This destroys Trump's collusion narrative." 
It's like Trump never really said that that the Russians didn't do this. Trump just said that they didn't collude with him, and that's sort of what we know now. So people want to put it, you know, it's a better story when you attach it to the White House than when you just say these Russian teenagers somewhere. Yeah, yeah they were tweeting. How dare they? Yeah. Well, I think it just shows as well that there's um, there's a lot of paranoia going on. And, and it's kind of f- funny because you can't win no matter what. Um, because the um, if the investigation comes out with nothing important dealing with Trump, then how do the people that have been speaking against the FBI all of a sudden consider what they've done valid? Yeah. You know, I mean, because right now there's this whole division. You know, either you believe in Trump wholeheartedly or you believe in the FBI and the Secret Service, and and whose side are you on? I, I don't know, first of all, why you have to have a side, but um, all of a sudden, everybody talking down about all of the um, investigation agencies all of a sudden says what they say is valid. You know, that whole thing confuses me, and that goes back to Comey, that goes back to Clinton, that goes back to all of it. Um, when they do something that is for your political side, they're good. When they do something against it, then they're terrorists and anti-American. I just that's <laughs> that's it. I mean, and, and we saw this, and it was just so blatant with Comey. You know, when Comey dropped the email investigation, the Democrats said he was the best thing ever. Yeah. When he when he sort of reopened it, they said he was the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> you know, and, and and then when he came out and said stuff against Trump, the Democrats said he was great again. Now we're in this debate about whether the FBI is the greatest thing ever, and Democrats are saying it's so good. But Democrats have always complained about the FBI, and just like any other big bureaucratic organization, they have their problems, and we should have no illusions about them. I mean, they make mistakes. Yeah, they're human. But it's kind of, um, it is kind of funny how it goes that way, that usually it's the Democrats that um, don't like these agencies and the Republicans that do. And right now it seems to go back and forth depending on what they come out with. And it's it, it's craziness. <laughs> I mean, it's tough to, the Waco series is on going on right now, and it's tough for people to watch that and then say, oh, yeah, the FBI is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are right. I was watching an episode last night. Yeah. You are right because you sympathize with the Branch Davidians and throughout the first three or four episodes. It's so weird because you're like you got this weird cult, you know, and then you're like, you know, I the FBI is the bad guy, <laughs> and it shouldn't well, be like that. Shouldn't yeah. be like that, but you know we'll never know the truth about you know the russian collusion because when we send out the lead team and 13 seemingly random russians suddenly disappear or die <laughs> yeah you know? i i i i think that um it's a weird it's a weird situation when you have um these agencies because the problem is again you don't have a a person that's particularly behind it like you know when when people were talking about clinton it was like she smells like lucifer and sulfur and that she's the devil and then you've got but you know and even with trump you've got these things but you can pinpoint a person and kind of go well they're the leader of the pack with the fbi um 
there is really no leader of the pack all the time. Like the people that were running and, and doing the Branch Davidian thing are not the people of the FBI today. Do you know? I mean, I just, I'm just finding it hard to pick them as a group and just kind of go, well, they're bad people. Yeah, and, he's, and that's the thing, is I wouldn't do that, but I wouldn't do the opposite either. Right, right. You're, right. Yeah, and plus you're dealing with an agency of, of um, they're supposed to be doing covert things, and, and we, you know, not necessarily the best things, and they, they kill people, they do things, but they're supposed to be doing it to protect the country. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, I mean, I, anyone who's not watching Waco, I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, and, and that was a long time ago, so you don't want to hold people accountable, but a lot of the same processes, um, are still in place. Like, how many people got fired for Ruby Ridge? And then how many people got fired for Waco? Have they amended their practices after those? Have they, have they amended how they, how they discipline and fire people. And if the answer is they haven't changed that much, then even if the people change, the institution is still there and the, the opportunity for, for wrongdoing is still there. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's good to be skeptical of these organizations. I, it, it's unfortunate that we have to be, but we should be. Yeah. I think with all of the agencies, I don't, I, you know, um, all of the agencies, including the president, I, I don't believe in wholeheartedly um, supporting anyone just because of who they are. You know, we need checks and balances for everybody involved. And that's probably the best way to approach it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't blindly support someone because they're the lead, they're head of the FBI or the CIA or the president or whoever. You just got to... Um, think about what's being done it's supposed to be a free country so um speak out against things that we don't agree with you know and then the, the other end of that too is you shouldn't like them or hate them based on the result of the investigation if trump didn't do it then trump didn't do it and don't come back and say Mueller is awful because of it yeah well, he, actually, know, he, he so. seems to be doing a pretty reasonable job i i, I don't I don't know what the, in fact, the right attack on Mueller over the last while sort of surprises me because I think he's been doing a pretty good job. I mean, I don't know, but that's just in my my estimation, it seems like he's being pretty reasonable. So I'm not sure why they're attacking him and and want to take away, you know, take away his investigation. I, I think he's doing it pretty fairly. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows? You know, you find out something years down the road, but I, I don't know. You know, it's out of our hands anyway. So, well, there we have it. My God, we're talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Jill Stein was behind it all. Did, did you catch that? Yeah, well, they, they supported Bernie, and they supported Jill Stein. Um, and if you go back to the original documents released by our government security agencies, which I thought were just, frankly, I thought were stupid, 
um, I mean, they were some of the accusations they were making was that the channel RT had was sowing discord in our party system by featuring Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, and it's just like having third party candidates is a good thing, and it just made it sound like our security agencies were just you know bought and sold by our two party system, and it just didn't sound right. Um, some of these initial reports. Well, there you go. I think we should arrest Jill Stein. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. People gave her $8 million to investigate Russian um, um, hacking. You know, they gave her $8 million to go look into a recount um, to investigate Russian hacking. And then a couple months later, they accused her of being a Russian agent. Yeah. I think we should take her out. That's it. You know, poor Jill Stein. She can't win. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get rid of Jill Stein. <laughs> We're blaming Jill. That's it. We're taking her down. No. <laughs> wow. Well, Joe, it's been interesting, as usual. Well, thank you, and I look forward to being back with uh, everybody next week. And happy President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.